Hello, everybody. Welcome to a a book. One sip of that Bud Light in here. We have a very special guest (laughs) who traveled super far yonder from Gresham Mm -hmm. um, to be with us. We're so excited. I know a ton of people have been like really wanting to get into the real estate scene. And so we have someone that is great at it, um, is really good at what he does. So I'm really excited to have Cameron Davis on. We got lots of questions for him. So if you've ever been interested in any sort of real estate, whether it's becoming an agent or looking to sell or buy, this is definitely the episode for you. Hey guys, if you haven't noticed, Katie for the first time didn't didn't introduce me. She forgot about me. <gasps> it's just because we're so excited to have Cameron on. I just thought I'd Sorry, bust your balls a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. It's because you all can feel her presence without her saying right by her breathing or chewing. <laughs> you had to bring it up. We were past that. We're past that, guys. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we have Cameron with us What's today. Up? Yes. So. Um, right off the bat, I just want you to tell people about yourself and like give like, like your story. Perfect. Yeah. So my name's Cameron Davis. I'm 21. Um, I went to Colton High School, graduated in the same class as Monique. Yeah. Was that 2017? 17, yeah. Me and, okay, me and Jared were just talking about that. At the end, we'll have Cameron give uh, what his impressions of Monique in high school were. That <laughs> I was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give Cameron's too, my first one. All right, all right. Perfect. Um, I'm a real estate agent. Um, I got married just just over a year ago in October. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. She's so sweet. Yeah, she's Cute. the best. She's mm-hmm. the best. Uh, we just recently bought a duplex over in Gresham, so kind of our life has been consumed by that for the last three months, four months, doing a bunch of remodels. We can uh, dip into that during the podcast, yeah. but... Yeah, that's basically it. Okay, so when did you decide that you wanted to go the real estate route? And I didn't, like, until we were just talking before this, I didn't yeah. realize how, that you, get, like, are so young. Like, you're not that much younger than me, but, like, 21 and, like, being, yeah. doing what you're doing full-time in real estate, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it all kind of uh, came into fruition kind of quick, I guess. Yeah. I was... I didn't. I graduated in high school in 2017, and then after that, points for graduating. Thanks. Yeah, Yeah. big accomplishment from (laughs) Colton for sure. Yeah. (laughs) But um, had no idea what I wanted to do, and kind of the only thing I knew was that I didn't want to go to a four year if I had no idea what I what I wanted to do. Did you always feel that way, or was that like towards the end of high school? Because I don't feel like we're kind of like at a split point to Mm -hmm. where like it's like. There's half the generation that's like they were for sure going to school, and then the yeah. other half was kind of like, uh, don't know if that makes sense. You know, me. I feel like at least in our class, it was probably pretty split too. Mm-hmm, like just yeah. kind of thinking off the top of my head, but personally, I was like, eh, I don't know, that's not really something I want to do. I was pretty content kind of with where I was working at the time, and was willing to kind of wait where to see what happened. At the time, I was working at Adidas. Yeah, yeah, I had a pretty sick gig there. Yeah, um, it was really fun. That would be fun. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, and I don't... sweet discounts, I bet. It was yeah, yeah. some big I perks remember. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I remember 
already showing up to school with like a bunch of shoes all the time for like all the guys. It's so funny. Basketball season, I would wear like yeah. a new pair of shoes every game. Yeah. I look back on it now and I'm like, all right, that's kind of ex- excessive, <laughs> but whatever. Like, it was a good time. <laughs> what a good time. Yeah, it was a fun high school job for mm-hmm. sure. So I had that going for me, but I was like, I really have no idea what I want to do. And so I ended up just going to Clackamas Community College. Yeah. Um, Gen Ed, I mean, basic classes and during that year I um, was just living at home going to school doing a little bit of work and kind of at the same time my dad had switched jobs it was actually a couple years before but um, he was now working for someone a family friend through church from a long time ago um, who owns a property management company and over in Canby and he um, does property management. He does. He's a realtor. He owns his own real estate firm. Wow. All of this stuff, and really had a good head on um, investing in real estate, mm-hmm. and kind of was a great example of the benefits of doing that, and kind of going that route. Yeah. Um, and over the years, I guess him and my dad had been chatting and kind of giving his knowledge to my dad and. My dad would come home and just kind of talk to me about it casually as well. And kind of throughout that year of college, I was like, man, I'm not learning anything in college. Hey, Amen. <laughs> I can't tell you one thing. Yeah. Or in high school. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, you know, this stuff is kind of interesting. I mean, he's talking about being a real estate agent, but then he's also talking about um, the power of buying real estate and what that can do for you and all the benefits in that way. And um, I was kind of like, you know, this is actually really interesting. And, um, obviously talking more and more, I was on the fence talking to my dad and I ended up just, I think I shot, his name's Rob, um, who owns the firm and does property management, shot Rob a text and I was like, Hey, I'd love to meet with you. Pick your brain. That sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Um, Yeah. Like taking the first step. I think a lot of people are like, that doesn't come naturally for a lot of people to like just do that. Yeah. And I mean, I wanted to, and obviously you're, you're nervous to make that step, but I mean, talking with my dad, he's just like, just talk to him. Like he's a super nice guy. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so I did that. Um, and kind of when I met with him, I was like, all right, this is, this is kind of a really big jump and kind of out of left field. That's what I was going to say. I was like, it's, um, it's so crazy. I would be so almost intimidated. Yeah, it was really like seeing that transition of life just like pretty immediately of like high school kid to college kid working at Adidas yeah. and then yeah. it's like real estate agent. Did you do so, yeah, both for a while? Like were you still no. working? Whoa. No. Well, yeah, there was a transition time of working a different job and um, getting licensed and then getting married and kind yeah. of the transition of time like that. Mm-hmm. But um, met with him. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, all right, this is this is what I want to do. Um And then at the same time, working at Adidas, I was kind of like over it um, for different reasons. They switched locations. It was a really long drive and just a lot of different things. But I was like, all right, this is this is a good change for me. And I'm I'm ready to jump in and get it going. So, yeah. yeah. So walk somebody that's like just like starting to dip their toes into becoming an agent. Yeah. So what does that look like? Is it mm-hmm. like, are, well, and I'm sure different um, property management places are different too. Like, do you start yeah. out with just commission? Like, how does that work? Yeah. And also, when I think real estate agent, I think you almost have to go to so many years of school for some reason. Yes. Well, so the difference, 
you were talking property management. He just ha- he owns a property management firm. Oh, but sorry. Then he, I meant yeah, but he owns real a real estate, estate. Yeah. firm as well, just to clarify. Oh, no, but, I appreciate that. So for like the schooling and education-wise, yeah. <laughs> all of that stuff. I just wanted to, no, I just wanted no, to set it straight no, I need so to no one got confused. Yeah. No. <laughs> Katie is so smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the schooling is... Um, it's either online or in person. Okay. Um, most people do it online, but it's 150 hours of a certified course. And there's different companies that you, you buy their course and you take I it. I just had to do that for our business license really? to renew our business. Yeah. It's pretty common for anything that's like not college. Basically you have to mm-hmm. take some sort of class. Then you, you take those hours and you pass the little tests and quizzes that go through that. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go, once you're certified after passing those classes, you have to go to one of those test centers and pass like the, um, it's a two part test. It's a state test and then a national test wow. and you have to pass that. And that's no slouch. Like, I don't think I remember anyone that passed it the first time. Yeah. Um, oh, so, so it's hard. It's tough. It took me a few tries. Yeah. Um, so did my permit. I tried, permit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's trying to trying. find a way to relate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody that when I school. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Nice. I told everybody I got on the first time. Yep. <gasps> really? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I didn't really want to get it right when I turned 15. I wanted to wait like four I months. didn't. I wanted to wait till I was ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But anyways, okay, yeah, so it's a really like challenging test. It's a tough test, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's really good that it's tough. Not everyone can yeah. do it. Um, and it kind of weeds, weeds those Shame. out. It, it's really hard, but... Um, after that, then, I mean, you just go through the basic, like, they do background checks and stuff like that, and yeah. then you go... Make sure you're not a serial killer. Exactly. So you can't go show open I'm houses and... I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <Yeah>. Squatting <laughs> houses. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Then after that, um, luckily, I had the firm that I knew I was going to go work for. They, he basically, at the time, was like, if you want to get licensed, like, you can come work here. But... <gasps> That's um, so cool. Like yeah. a foot in the door like that. Totally. Oh, I was yeah. so cool. I'm still very fortunate for all that yeah. whole opportunity like that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, most people will go and kind of like interview with different firms and see what's best for them. And mm-hmm. um, that's that's how it would go. And that's not bad at all. It's actually a good way to kind of see what benefits some places offer and yeah. what mm-hmm. what's going to fit you better personality wise. But um yeah, this one was, I mean, I was basically all ready to go with, with Legacy yeah. is the name of it. So, um, awesome. yeah, I signed with Legacy. <gasps> was that just you sliding in a little, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> what is shameless it called? Plug. Yeah, shameless yeah. plug. <laughs> <laughs> Legacy real too good. Yeah. <laughs> I caught that. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. So, like, yeah, advice giving somebody to, like, getting their way into real estate. Like, what would you say? With becoming an agent, because there's so many. Yeah, becoming an agent. Yes. You really have to be prepared to not be good at your job for like a year. Like to not convert. Yeah, you are. It's definitely different than like the grain of like getting a job and like on a a payroll, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're all commission based. Yeah. and you basically get thrown out there and you're like, all right, go for it. And yeah. it's, That's what I was literally going to yeah, ask. Yeah. And so, I mean, I guess some tips and advice would be like, just start holding like open houses and stuff, yeah. which would be really tough right now because it's all like virtual stuff right now. But, right. um, 
open houses. I mean, you just really have to start networking and like mm -hmm. advertising for yourself and, you know, getting on social media and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and basically what it comes down to is like gaining people's trust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and you gotta honestly like kind of fake it till you make it in the yeah. beginning. Um, cause I mean, you can act like you know what you're doing, but when you're in your transaction, that's your first ever and yeah. you're clients don't know that yeah. you are, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're, you're in that situation. And yeah. so it's like, yeah, you got to know what you're doing, but then also learn as you go. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would suggest is, um, and you're, uh, you have a really good vibe to you too. You're very personal. Oh, thank you. Yes. Very like a laid back approach too. You're never pushy. Uh -huh. Like that's what we like, especially appreciate about you. Oh, thank sure. you. Yeah. It's, and I mean, Oh, maybe you should, dive on that a little more i don't think people do people know that oh yes cameron is helping us yeah, yeah buy a house yeah we're under contract so <laughs> exciting I'm news i know i'm trying not to get my hopes up too much just because there's like so much that could happen oh yeah it's know, a crazy crazy time right now yeah i'm excited yeah i got my hopes up <laughs> uh, me too uh, cameron's like it's about damn time i've driven out to I get texts, can we go see this place tonight? I'm like, you know I live in Gresham, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Oh, no, I'm, I'm happy funny. we got a place yeah. under contract. Yeah, so. I'm sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're done. We're done. Uh, thanks for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. And um, I also think another thing that I've noticed about like your style is your um, informative. Like yeah. on your media, you like you post things that like anybody can like add value to anybody that's looking. Like it's not totally. just all about I just did this. I just did not that there's oh, anything yeah. wrong with that yeah. either. But like uh -huh. um, I think people appreciate that too. Totally, I think yeah. I think the biggest thing for like gaining trust and everything is also adding value and mm -hmm. staying in touch. Um, so there's obviously all different things that you do to, um, like a friendly reminder that you're still there, yeah. but then also in a way that's not really annoying right. and like, you know, the super salesy salesperson or whatever yeah. is no one likes that. And so, yeah. no, you no. know, and so it's just like, let's just try to be really friendly. And I, I, I don't know. I think that it's, it comes off kind of easy for me. I feel like yeah. I can try to relate to people fairly, fairly well. And, yeah. um, yeah, that's kind of what I go for, like on social yes. media. Just trying to provide value and, yeah. you know. Now, oh, go ahead. You had something. Well, Spine's a little off of this topic, oh. but I need to know mm -hmm. your first feeling. Like, I want you to walk me through the first time you uh -huh. met with someone. Like a client? Like, legit, yep. <sighs> I have to know your feelings, yeah. your thoughts. Yeah. If they were like, oh, how many houses? Like, right. 50. Yeah. Like, I lost, I lost track yeah. at this point. Are you going to be like, well. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like, did I you... wish I had a story that awesome, <laughs> but I don't because shout out to my cousin Evan was yeah. the first person I ever did a deal with yeah. and he was oh. completely transparent that I had never had a sale before. <laughs> yeah. Perfect person. Oh, uh, that's it lined amazing. Up, it lined up so good. You, yeah. 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 It's definitely networking for sure. Totally. Totally. Because, um, your mom's coworker. I love Jen. her enough. Yes, yeah. yeah. She came yeah. through and was like just singing your praise about like how helpful you were with their house. Oh, cool. Too. Yeah. Cool. So it's nice to have like that network. And I feel like 
people are always like this is just one of those things where there's always going to be houses popping up and absolutely just like always things yeah happening. and word of mouth is yeah. it travels oh, quick huge. for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah so my story is not that cool it was my cousin <laughs> and it was kind of funny i ended up meeting with him a little bit like months after like i went and swung by his house and we were just kind of reflecting on it yeah. and i was I, I don't remember how it came up but it was just kind of like how did you think i did and he's like well there were definitely times that I could tell you had no idea what you were doing, <laughs> but but he's like, but you carried yourself well and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, that's fine, whatever. Like you gave him a welcoming basket. Yeah, here's the toilet paper, pray right from Safeway, some cookies. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, okay. That was my well, first deal. The first person you didn't know. Probably this guy that. Um, <clears throat> selling his house in Camby. Yeah. Um, he, I had kind of gotten in touch with him through social media. Okay. Um, yeah. a technique I was doing at the time was like, this was like still really early on mm -hmm. was going on Facebook, Facebook marketplace. And this was a tip I heard from this podcast, a real estate podcast that I listened to is basically you go on and you look for people that are advertising for like bedrooms for rent. Oh. And Obviously, it's not a hundred percent conversion, yeah. but it's just kind of like there's a chance that some of these people are looking for a little bit of money, mm -hmm. and you know, so you just mm -hmm. basically introduce yourself, and you're like, "Hey, I see you're renting, but are you think? Have you ever thought about selling? Yeah. You know, like so you help people sell homes too. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know. Do I don't know. I don't either. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Question. Do okay. Most real estate agents are they one way or the other? Are they? they so when you, usually both both when you get licensed, <laughs> when you get licensed, you're qualified yeah. for both. Um, okay. And I mean, when you're starting out, you really probably don't have a preference. You're just trying sure. to make a sale. Yeah. yeah. Some people like one way more than the other, but I mean, they're both great to me. Yeah. I mean, I'll do either. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, he, I messaged him and was like, so you're renting some bedrooms. Um, like, have you thought about selling? And he's like, he came off pretty nice. Some people are just like, they ignore you or they're just like yeah. jerks, you know, Aww. that's how it is. But, sure. um, he was like, hey, man, thanks for reaching out. I'm not really interested right now, but um, I'll keep you in the back of my head or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. A couple months later, then he um, messages me and he's like, hey, could you let me know like what my home's worth? Um, I'm kicking around the idea of selling. And I'm like, heck yeah, totally. <laughs> and so I'm like, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was pumped. I was pumped. It was early on no, for sure. Um, but then ironically, I sent it to him and he's like, okay, thanks for this. Like, I'll think about it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, and then like months and months after that, oh, wow. like things, things yeah. had happened in between then, obviously sure. yeah. business was happening, but then he calls me and I hadn't, I was like keeping in touch with him with like a letter once a month or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, Hey man, like. Um, this is, you know, from Canby, and um, I, I think I'm ready to sell. And I'm like, perfect. Like, <laughs> it, had been a, it had been months. And um, I was like, well, let me do, like, a new home analysis for you. Yeah. Like, let's see what your home's worth. It had actually gone up, like, a lot. Oh, and yeah. market's popping. And um, met with him and got him under contract and, you know, got his house Sweet. listed. So, yeah. yeah, it was – that was a really cool, like um, – 
feeling of, okay, it wasn't a family friend or it wasn't a family member, yeah. um, but I actually like kind of created something yeah. like out of nothing, you know, yeah. Yeah. that was a really cool moment. Um, and man, it's just getting the snowball rolling for like clients like that because yeah. you obviously do a great job for them and word spreads yeah. and you know, th things start happening. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. It was a really cool feeling for that sure. That is a cool feeling. Yeah. It worked. It worked. I oh, I love that okay, too. Okay, so we kind of covered agent stuff that I was um, wanting to ask and that yeah. people sent in. Um, we went over what made you decide, what entails becoming an agent. Um, the other thing, side of it, so there's so many sides to like real estate, I feel like, but some people were asking, what advice would you be giving someone that's looking to buy their first home right now? 100% do it just yeah. because of the current climate of um the market it's gonna be it's gonna be hard yeah um just with with how much of a seller's market it is right um but then also there's a really weird situation where like um people aren't selling their house like at, at yeah. this current moment um it, it warms up absolutely there's ebbs and flows but um with interest rates the way they are right now it's like unfathomable how cheap it is to buy a home Will right now you go over interest rates like what is normally like a normal interest yeah. rate and then what is it now yeah what totally well in the last couple of years it has kind of been in the three percent ish range mm -hmm. and i mean you're talking i talked to people like bef before i was licensed and everything like that that's talking like it used to be eight percent nine percent ten percent up to like fifteen percent like just crazy amount of interest to be paid when you yeah. take out a loan for a home but, um, so right now, so to kind of give a back, back story, I guess in 2020 interest rates hit all time lows over 10 times. So it was at like whatever the all time low was at the beginning of the year, like three point whatever. And then it dipped again under, under 3%, which it had never done before. I'm pretty sure. Um, and then eight other times it got lower and lower and lower and lower. Yeah. So it's it's crazy how cheap it is um, as far as interest rates go to be able to buy a home. Um, and I know there's another question that I know you wanted to ask. I was yeah. looking at the notes um, of people talking about, well, prices are so high right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I thought that was a, a good question because peop, definitely people are like, well, prices are so high. They're yeah, so inflated. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. When we, so, I mean, yeah. So when you look at it, um, you could say prices are like 5% inflated. So like a, a normal home is worth whatever, but, um, it's like $20,000 higher, let's say than what it should be. Quote okay. unquote. Yeah. Um, the way interest rates are right now though, is you end up are paying less for your home. I can see how that works because these small percentage points, if you're paying, mm -hmm. 2.7% interest rate, which is right around what it is right now, compared to when that home was worth $20,000 less, the interest the rates then, yeah. it makes it still that today is the cheaper time to buy a home. Your monthly mortgage payment is going to be not significantly, or yeah, not significantly less, but over time, it absolutely adds up to like tens of thousands of dollars wow. over the life of your loan. Do you remember us talking Crazy. about that on a run a long time ago? We were talking about that. Um, and it was literally just like that. Was I coherent? 
I'm <laughs> probably not. It was a long <laughs> ride. We were yeah. probably loopy, but um, that makes so much sense. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, yeah, it does make sense when you actually like do the math. Uh-huh. On it. Yeah. If you're if you're paying like four hundred thousand for a, you have a loan for four hundred thousand, and even at an interest rate right now of two point seven percent or whatever, you're still paying like almost two hundred thousand in interest mm-hmm. over thirty years. So, mm-hmm. um, it absolutely adds up. But think of what it would be at. 3% or 4% or 5%. It just starts escalating this interest compounds on itself and it gets, it's crazy. So to be like, well, prices are, it's worth 200 or 20,000 less. It's yeah. like, well, yeah, but you're, you're saving $80,000 at the current interest rate that it is right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I literally, cause my, okay, this is probably such rookie stuff. Um, but like, okay, so I am terrible at math. We'll just throw that out there. Oh, you should have seen what we were trying to figure out last night with your... So my question is, so help me explain. Okay, so we'll use our house as an example. Yeah. So buying a house at like around, well, total, it would be around 415K. Mm-hmm. Your monthly payment is 2200 no, go down the rabbit hole with me. I was like okay. doing math and I was like, okay, so 30 times 12, so 30 years times 12 <laughs> okay. is whatever number. I can't gotcha. remember. Gotcha. And then I times that by 2200 and the total was like 720K right. over time. Right. Yeah. You pay for your house, depending on your interest rate, like yeah. one to two times over. Yeah. Which is like normal. Like I'm, yeah, I, I was just like blown away by, yeah, I was like, that is, this is so, yeah. that is a bend over. Yeah. <laughs> but so, okay, then that, I had a point to this. So then that brings me to refinancing. So like explain like anything that like us newbies literally like when somebody looks at that and they're like, like explain it. Since I have no idea what like half of this means, I'm just relating it to my car. I'm like, okay, so I bought my car. (laughs) And then the interest on my car, I refinanced a year later. Okay, go ahead, Cameron. It's fairly like transferable, totally. So like refinancing? Yep. So what would be like the point of someone refinancing? Because my parents had always taught me like it's not a good idea to refinance. And I heard there's a right and wrong time to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And totally depending on your situation, it's good or bad to refinance. Kind of depending on when you your current loan or your current interest rate yeah if it's comparable if it's like half a percentage to even like a percentage and it all goes back to your own situation because as a refinance you are basically changing what you're you're starting your loan over um and you have the option to leave the current equity that you have in your house on that loan or not so if you are very happy with the current interest rates, but you really need a lot of cash for whatever reason. Yeah. You've lived in your house for a handful of years. You know, home values have skyrocketed for a lot of people in the last 10 years if you've owned a home yeah. for that oh, long. Yeah. You know, it's a ton of equity just for owning it, not not even the money you've put in each month. Um, it's a good opportunity for people to be able to refinance, pull some money out or leave some money in, and now you have this interest rate that is the greatest that it's ever been in the history yeah. of mankind. So all that it is basically to, to get to the question is um, you have someone come out and basically restate the, the current value of your home. 
and then you get a new loan on that with a new interest rate, a current interest rate. Okay. Okay. So you'd only want to refinance if your home value has gone up. Yeah. You wouldn't want to refinance when the market drops. Basically, okay. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense to do that. No, okay, no. Yeah. Because yeah. for the longest time, I was like, oh, like what I thought it was. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Was <laughs> like, okay, you buy your home at like let's say two fifty. Uh-huh. Market drops and now it only is worth two twenty. Like I was like, oh, you refinance for only two twenty. No, no, no. And then and, like the bank owes me money. <laughs> <laughs> Pay up. About your turn that, now. Oh, <laughs> Like five, isn't it? Not that. Gotcha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's a great, yeah. it's a great, okay, so it's a great it tool. Is, yeah, okay. great tool, situation based, totally though. Okay. And then, do you have helpful. to refinance for like another thirty years or whatever um, it is? I think it, it can be creative. There's obviously like a fifteen year fixed or a thirty year fixed. Um, I'm not too familiar. I don't think you can customize it. Yeah. Besides that, I'm I'm not hundred percent positive on that. Right. Um, but yeah. Now, now obviously, most people probably like a fifteen-year loan is a lot of money every month for the most part. Yeah, um, but if you can do it, do you think that's like the smarter? Oh, way that's a good question. That's a great yeah. question. Um, I really don't have a good opinion on it because I see so many like credible people advocate for both, mm. um, talking about you actually don't start saving money till you're like ten years into the loan if you're doing a fifteen-year or. Um, Stuff like that. I mean, I would suggest just with interest rates, 30-year. I mean, you are. this is a really cheap time yeah. to be able to buy a home, do a 30-year with the really crazy low interest rate and kind of be in a really good situation that way. Yeah. Um, for anyone that has other, like, aggressive purposes for trying to kill a loan, um, you still are going to get a really great interest rate at a 15-year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're different, different interest yeah. rates. But... Um, it's total personal preference, honestly. Yeah. So I might this I, I might be totally off, but again, thinking about cars. Mm-hmm. So if you were to do like a a five year and a three year whatever, they say to go five just because they're like you can always make more payments, like double payments type of thing. That's true. And then instead of like when you do a fifteen, mm-hmm. you have to pay that four uh-huh. grand or whatever for the yeah. house. Right. Instead of like if you do the thirty, you can pay the two and then pay extra here and there when you can. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's like more opportunities to yeah, still pay it off earlier. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And not be like if it gets tight, you don't have to worry about paying that four grand a month. Totally. Yeah. Something that's really interesting, kind of to show the power of like. Um, extra payments is kind of what you were talking about. If you're on mm-hmm. a 30 year and you pay one extra payment a year, just one. So if your mortgage, like you said, is 2200 once a year, you pay another 2200 directly on the principal payment, not, not your total payment because yeah. your total monthly payment is your principal and your interest. But if you can customize like online, like I want to pay yeah. this oh, much I didn't know that. just principal. So if you do that once a year, you will take, nine years off of your loan <gasps> that's amazing it's, oh my god it's crazy almost a third of your loan does it have to be a full 2200 payment or could it be broken up into whatever that is it can be broken up and that's like just like if monthly you were to put like yeah a it, certain amount just towards totally the principal. totally so like if you were to do your 2200 divided by 12 and so you could be like okay one twelfth of this extra payment each month and then throughout the whole year, it equals one extra payment. That's so, awesome. Yeah, but you have to... It would basically be like um, 
you make your monthly payment and then separately you do your other little payment just towards your principal. Yeah. It wouldn't be a, a jumbo sure. onto the, the same one. But. That is and I didn't know you could pay them separately like that. Like um, towards principal only. Yeah. That's a, that's On a really good thing. On your car you can too. I didn't know right. that. Yeah. I've been doing that wrong. Looks <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Don't would... make the mistake if it gives you the option to just do principal one month. Like because... That's not your payment. Right, exactly. Your <laughs> yeah. payment's still due. Yeah. yeah exactly. Katie's like, I haven't done right. that before. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice what my friend told Mazda. me. Was oh. A 5K on a loan. It was like 141 a month. It wasn't anything. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> at the time, I was like 18 or whatever. Oh, oh I remember when you first got that Mazda. Yeah. The memories in that car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm People not like, like, like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, no, that is good to know. That's such good information, that an extra totally. payment a month. Oh, That's yeah. so cool. I mean, even even with the way interest rates are being incredibly low, it's always yeah. a good habit to get in to throw some extra change on it here and there if you can. For so, sure. Yeah, it all adds up. Um, okay, so we went over what would you say to prices are so high. Yep. Um, okay, what advice now for someone selling their first home? And then we'll get into investment properties okay. after that. Um, selling their home yep. currently any advice yep. um, you're in a really good position yeah. <laughs> you're in a really good position um, they you you won't have an issue selling your home in today's mm. today's market um, uh, yeah I've yet to and I've had a young real estate career but I've yet to have a listing that hasn't gotten that has gotten how do I say this I haven't had anything that's been listed that hasn't gotten more than two offers is that yeah. the right way to say it yeah it I haven't, hasn't stayed up for very long yeah. like open. oh yeah they yeah. pop off in the first couple days yeah. for sure with, mul- with multiple offers everywhere yeah. I see every single house and then it's like sold the next day I'm yeah like, oh my gosh yeah absolutely and yeah. so like I don't remember, I, I don't want to disclose too much, but there was a ton yeah. on the house that we ended up getting. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You and me. Um, and it's This just, recent one? Yeah. Wow. It was wow. unbelievable. Just, it's so competitive. <laughs> yeah, it's so competitive. Um, <laughs> oh, tell that story. So back to obviously someone buying a home, but because yeah. it is yeah. so, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, give uh-huh. the advice you told us. So there's really good tips and tricks, tricks to kind of stand out if you know that a house is going to be really competitive. Um, do not stalk the owners. <laughs> I don't not. condone that. <laughs> Who did someone that? like Katie might do that anyways? But Dom, did you? Cameron told us. Oh to. my gosh, I'm just a really no, great tip. <laughs> Like bring them. Katie did not tell me this. I'll tell you what it is. No. They have binoculars. You're looking through their window or something. Just kidding. No, that didn't happen. But so when it's a competitive market like it is right now, obviously sellers are gonna be able to be looking at like multiple offers, Um, and they're all sheets of paper with just numbers on them. And this actually happened to me with um, a couple that I was selling their home really competitive offers and there was actually one that was a few thousand less but they attached a video with the specific buyers um and they were just talking talking a little bit about their family about their their work situation how they they love your house so much um 
you know, they want to start a family in it or they can really see growing in this house or they really will take great care of it, whatever, just to make it a a personal touch. Yeah. Um, and that goes a long ways. Um, so you had, you were choosing between these? Is that what was like? Yeah. 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 So we were, we had a home listed and we had a handful of offers come in and we had some really high offers, but one of them that wasn't even the highest, they attached a letter with it. Mm -hmm. And, um, my specific sellers were like it touched their heart uh, yeah it pulls oh, the emotional it strings it 100 percent does because me it's too. it's your home and you want to make sure a great family's moving into yeah, it you yeah. know um and so it's a really great tip i guess yeah. I mean, it's a tip it's yeah. a it's a good move for, yeah. to try to get a home under contract yeah, especially if you know sure. things are going to be competitive and it could be that thing that really gets you the the little bit of a head head start to get yeah. your offer accepted. What so. a huge benefit of playing both fields of like seeing you can that. see both sides. So yeah, it happened it happened to my sellers. So now we used it for yeah. our buyers and it worked yeah. just as well. Yeah, so, two yeah. different times almost too. Yeah, we because we put in an offer at a house before this one and you mm-hmm. said they were having a hard time and ours was substantially lower, but they were still like so yeah. they were like yeah having a hard time because they liked the video. Totally, and man. I would have I would have felt. Yeah. <laughs> You guys should have just done one across the street. <laughs> I would have, we could have done half of something. With my the one across the street. Yeah. Just yeah. kidding. I, I'll just sleep in the bookcase yeah. wherever, the library. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely stalked that home. I was like, oh my gosh. There's no wonder why it's listed for so much. Yeah. 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 It has its own library. One. The one across the street from the one you were just talking about. Your first video that you sent. <gasps> Oh, the one across the street from that. Oh, yeah, gotcha. the yeah. massive one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. That was like yeah. for like awesome. eight, like almost yeah. eight something. Yeah, yeah. craziness. Yeah. But no, that's so. Yeah, that's a good tip for anybody. Totally. Put that extra touch on it. Oh yeah. Write a letter. I'll write a letter for you. I charge. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> oh my! Um, and I'll direct the video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want. I actually have been asked i'm not going to disclose their identity but i have written a parole letter for someone stop serious yes (laughs) not saying their name but i will tell you the judge liked it awesome really (laughs) oh i remember (laughs) that's an ego boost for katie it was i I remember you doing this So foreign to me. This is good though. I'm I think like, this is all really helpful. over here. I'm like the loser. <laughs> no, I'm learning so much too, like from this. So thank you so much, no Cameron. Oh, I, so much. Yeah. yeah. I think the last couple. Um, another thing somebody was asking was pointers on flipping homes. Hmm. Um. So okay, so now we'll get into investment properties because cool. that kind of goes along with what I was gonna say too. So I'm gonna awesome. give you like a threefold. Go for it. Let's okay, so just full disclosure. <laughs> Never uh-huh. heard so that. So obviously Jared won the argument because we're we're buying like a nice house. Yeah. You know what I wanted to do? Well, I didn't even hear what you. I wanted to, to like. I'm like, okay, Salem is a like a market that's still really low. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. But I don't think it will be forever. Okay. It's like one of the only ones that hasn't gone up, and there is like nice spots in Salem. 
and there's really nice houses yeah. for really cheap. Uh huh. And I'm like, but they're but like when I look them up for rental wise, they're renting at what we're renting over here. Okay. So I'm like, why not buy like two of those for the price <laughs> of the one? Yeah. And like make some extra money every totally. month. Totally. And Jared's like, and still be renting ourselves? <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. Like, I mean, it's, I, I like the passive income. I had to like, listen to both totally. sides. Yeah. Totally. So, okay. So that obviously wow. didn't get me. Man, I didn't that. even, that was so far down the road. I didn't even hear about that oh, story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jared's take his like, idea and ran it with is, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. So, but yeah. So like, give us the lowdown on all investment stuff. Holy like, smokes. what have you learned? Because you guys are doing that yourselves. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. So I guess a little um, backstory on what we're doing is we just bought a duplex uh, over in Gresham and it's something that I knew I had wanted to do for a while yeah. and it was all totally hand in hand from when I was talking with my dad in the very yeah. beginning in college and like Rental properties. obviously talking about real like uh, being a real estate agent but then also the power of what real estate investing can do mm-hmm. and the term real estate investing is so broad. You right. can do absolutely so much. Um, and so we decided duplex. We thought that was a really great way to, um, for a first step and being able to live in something and own it. And then also be able to rent out a whole nother unit um, because there's different ways to get into it of, basically it's called house hacking where you buy a house but then you like rent bedrooms okay. and so you're, co- you're collecting rent and everyone does. I mean, not everyone. A lot of people do that on the side, you know, so against like, the law. No, no. <laughs> Katie. I don't think so. No, definitely oh. not. So I that's mean, why when he brought that up, I'm like, how's hacking? Is this bad? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I may, so maybe I, you might be thinking of like subleasing where like you're renting something, but then you're charging rent for something in your own, the bedrooms that you're currently renting as well. Hey. I don't know. Remind me so I don't forget to come yeah. back to the rules on buying your first home and then renting. Okay. Remind me. Yeah, totally. Anyways, answer the- totally. Um, so we thought a duplex was a yeah. great option for us. We kind of were like, okay, we don't want to buy something to rent out bedrooms, but yeah. we want to have our own unit, but still get some rental income. And so we decided on a duplex, um, had been shopping for a while, was about to close on one and that fell through. And then this one that we found popped up and it was like golden to us. It was perfect. Um, for kind of the idea of the route of invest real estate investing that we wanted to do where it was a duplex, it wasn't a hundred percent renovated. There's been work, a, a ton of work that we've been doing ourselves. Sure. Um, yeah. that's a type of investing as you're raising the value of your home mm-hmm. or adding a bedroom and adding a bedroom legally. It was a two bedroom to a three bedroom that raises, I mean, the value of sure. your home drastically. Um, and so that's what we decided we wanted to do. Yeah. There's so many different types of uh, real estate investing. Um, to get started, for anyone that's kind of like, I want to I wanna figure out a great first step, it would probably be one of those two options of like house hacking where you go buy something. Um, there's really great options for like low down payment options. So like FHA loan is 3.5% down for the total amount of your home. So if you're if you found a home for four hundred thousand dollars, you're looking you're under fifteen thousand dollars to to buy this place. Um and with like I said, interest rates the way they are, you're looking at a payment that's 
right around 2000, 2000 to like 2300 probably. You have a couple bedrooms, you have some buddies you want to rent it out mm -hmm. to, five, six, seven hundred bucks. You know, you're looking at a really cheap amount for right. you to pay to finish your own mortgage. So now you have some, some friends or people that you're advertising to that are basically paying a lot of your mortgage. Um, and I think it's just, it's a really good yeah. first step, you know? Um, sure. If you're doing something like that, you're probably pay, paying less than you would in rent in most places for something of a mm -hmm. similar size. Um, rent is just crazy, but now you can turn that kind of in your own favor of being able to charge a really good premium price yeah. with the way rent is. So doing something like that um, and then being able to, okay, you're ready to go buy something else. Yeah. Don't sell that place, you know, hold on to that and now rent out the whole thing. Yeah. Um, now you're cash flowing on it because yeah. now you're either renting out individual bedrooms or you're renting out the whole thing to like a family or something and you're able to get really good rent for you know a full unit instead of just a couple bedrooms so mm -hmm. doing something like that is a really great way to start and scale i guess um yeah yeah I'd say. so now the way we're doing it this uh -huh. is like a selfish question so buying a house and then hopefully you know let's say two to five years down the road uh -huh. Um, what does it look like when you're starting to maybe want to turn your house into a rental? What is that? What's the smart way to go about that? Do you pull equity out to put down another payment good on question. another house or what? Yeah, good question. That's, it's all kind of about your current situation when yeah. you're ready to pull the trigger on the next one. I mean, if you're wanting, if, if you've got 15, 20 grand, I mean, you're going to, an FHA loan is yeah. a first time home buyer yep. loan. So you wouldn't qualify. Correct. For FHA and then depending on how much your income is, there's different conventional loans where you can do 3%, 5% and 20% stuff like that. Mm. So it all will kind of depend on your income bracket that you're in. But yes, a great tool is the equity that you've already built up in your current home that's your that you've owned for a while. Okay. You can pull out it's called a HELOC. It's a home equity line of credit. Um, so just like pulling a line of credit at a bank, you have a X amount credit score. So now you have a line of credit through this credit union or a, cre or a bank of $50,000 or $20,000. Real quick for those of us that are not as smart as you in real estate, <laughs> equity, just really quick. Yeah. Give me like the, I know that's your, your home's like value, like value yeah. that's basically adding yes. up, yes. right? Is that, yes. but like, is there a better way to explain that? And so I've personally have have not pulled out any a HELOC for yeah. ourselves, and I haven't done that for anyone in particular. That's something that they kind of do on their own, and then yeah. obviously I go help with the transaction. But equity is the specific amount that you have put in. It's not necessarily okay. the current value of your okay, home. That makes sense. It's the actual capital that you have put into your home, and it's the. Um, Principle, not your interest. Ah, uh, okay. I was gonna so, ask that. I was yeah. like, okay, so like after you know a year of twenty two hundred, right. you're around twenty five, twenty six thousand or so. Yeah. So basically, not. if you okay. to make it really easy, if you have a thousand dollars principal, thousand dollar interest on your mortgage payment, after twelve months, <clears throat> you only have twelve thousand okay. dollars. Yeah, not okay. twenty four. It's only the principal. Okay. So with all that being said, depending on your situation, if you have some cash already that you want to put as a down payment, that's a really great option. But man, it just kind of shows the power of owning real estate is you can use basically your bank account, which is your home that you've been putting money into 
to then go buy another one. Right. It's it's awesome. And then it just kind of the snowball effect of okay, now you have another and a handful of years later, equity's building on both of these. Any yeah. downsides to pulling equity? Like like what is the perfect equity situation? Cuz don't you pretty much have to pay it back? Yeah, it's a very right. okay. it's a very light interest rate um especially if you're talking like $20,000 or $30,000 right. on this interest rate. Um it's pretty minimal, a couple hundred bucks. Do they just wrap it back up into that mortgage yeah. kind of? Okay. Uh -huh. uh, well, actually, it might be separate, but can be paid at the same time. Okay. Um, but, and then this is kind of something to think about. When you are looking to buy something and then turn it into a rental, you want to run the numbers to make sure, okay, if I know I want to do a home equity line of credit, yeah. is this going to work? For like what's rent going to be and then if I can do a home equity line of credit am I able to add a couple hundred bucks on this and still make the numbers work okay. it's all kind of pre-planning and being yeah. able to to think about so it five years down the road which is really hard to do obviously so good to know I don't remember <laughs> so, <laughs> money had a big yeah. question do you remember it? Uh, no. It's, so there's certain okay. loans. Okay. Like that. So USDA, a lot of people are like, oh, you don't have to put anything down. Mm -hmm. And it's if you make, a, I think it was like, it was something like 100K or less. Was it? As a couple. I think. Don't yeah. quote me on that. That sounds about right. And um, USDA is a specific loan that is for rural areas. So yes. you can look in your specific city wherever you're at. And kind of look up like Oregon USDA loan qualifications, and it's basically everywhere except Portland Metro, yes. um, if I remember true. correctly. Um, but yeah, it's a great option for um, if you're trying to get into something Absolutely. with a low down payment. Oh my gosh, with um, no down payment, that's amazing. Oh totally, totally. So, um, so we established that it was a hundred thousand for a couple. I I think, but looking okay, but but FHA, you're right. I don't know if there's any. I don't know if there's a cap income on limits on that one. Yeah. Um, but okay. that still means you have a down payment of a certain degree. Yeah, FHA okay. is like yeah, three and a half percent. Oh, okay. USDA is no none. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. There you um, go. Okay, so we talked about pointers on flipping homes. Did we get into that enough? Yeah, yeah I mean, you flipping to... homes. It's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. Do you have any... I don't want to say anything specific. <laughs> no, no um, go, go for it. Man, I mean, flipping homes in general. There's different... Depends what you're going... Um, I guess what your end goal is. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a pretty firm believer of buying something to keep it long term. Because okay. you, you can... You can, like get rich with real estate but it's also a great tool for like slow wealth like yeah, long term passive uh, absolutely and being yeah. able to watch your home rise in value 20 years 30 years you know like market's always going up it has its mm -hmm. dips and downs but it's always going up um and so there's different types of flipping where you can find something for a great deal pretty hard in this market yeah um, but you can find something for a great deal put some money into it and then turn around and sell it. Yeah. And that's something that you 100% need to like really dive into and learn how to analyze numbers and like analyze deals. Um, because that's something that people really see the concept and they can yeah. dive into it, but then it's, it really goes over your head really quick. It's, it's kind of a complex thing, but um, it's definitely been proven to work. And yeah. so you just kind of, mm -hmm. you have to like, 
um, know what you're doing, I guess. Yeah. And like kind of get humbled a little bit and do some really good research on it and probably talk to people that have done it and, yeah. and find people like in that um, area that have had that experience. But sure. um, besides that, there are different ways of doing flips um, and being able to like hold on to the property. Um, and this is something I listened to this podcast. It's called the Bigger Pockets podcast. And they talk about, they came up with this term. It's called um, a burr. It's buy, let's see. It's buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. And so what you do is you buy this distressed property. Um, then you do the funds, you, you do the remodel. Um, and then you get it rented. And then you go and you do a refinance. And so basically to get into the logistics, you're able to borrow, it's like 70 to 75% of your home's value. Um, and so you buy something, let's make it really easy for $200,000. When it's really distressed, you put $30,000 into it. So now you're in 230,000. You get it rented at whatever amount you want. Then you go and you say, hey, I wanna do a refinance. So now you go and look at a refinance and it's worth 300,000. So now you get a loan for 75% up to that value which covers your overhead cost of 200 plus the $30,000. So now you have either broke even or you made some money and you just refinance and you still own it. Yeah. So now you're renting it. What a game. That's 100%. Yeah. 100%. It's so interesting to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's, uh, definitely sounds like one of those things where it's like you hear that and you're like oh that's like you know that's a lot of money or whatever but so like you start out taking the chance and it gets easier the lot like totally the and longer you go and the more you and it gets really interesting because there's people there's like hard money lenders there's so many different ways to personally get into it with none of your own money um there's people that um i mean you look you can look up hard money lenders and find people that are understand what you're trying to do and they give you this money plus a little bit of interest on it and as long as you're doing making sure the numbers work it's a great way for you to get into something and do what you want to do without using any of your own money so um yeah there's it's there's so many options there's so many options yeah that's something that's that's something that we are wanting to dip into at some point whether it's just the flip and then sell um, but flipping and then holding on long term is something that is really enticing, and I think yeah. it's just kind of doing your own flipping. research and figuring it out. And you guys want to rent out? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah doing the refinance yep. and then getting it rented, and now you own it and it's remodeled, and you have renters sure. in and all that stuff. So yeah, any qualms with renters? Like, like, like anything that like you would like any, any advice that you give to people, like things you weren't prepared for Mm. rental wise, um, do a really good job of screening your tenants. Okay. There is, there are rightfully like so many tenant laws based on, um, who you can like deny based on what there's so many different, like, um, things that you can't do or like judge people based on. But um, with kind of the way the market is, there's a lot of people trying to rent. Um, you, yeah. can do a, you can do a good job of like looking at your pool of applicants and there's companies, and this is what we're figuring out, there's companies that do the screening for you. They do the background checks and they do all of that stuff. Um, 
because that is something that you're able to be like, hey, yeah. you're a felon. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want you like yeah. smoking crack in our basement yeah. or anything. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, just be real. I mean, you can have like um, terms that are a little strict to kind of naturally weed out people. Mm-hmm. So you can be like, we are going to need two months rent in advance mm-hmm. instead of one or one and a half, you know, mm-hmm. or your security deposit needs to be this much or, you, you know, mm-hmm. something, something along those lines. Um, besides that, I mean, Oregon and specifically like Portland Metro and the cities around it are very um, tenant friendly mm-hmm. compared to other places that are landlord friendly um and there's pros and cons for all of that sure. but you personally don't have as many rights as one would think you should as a landlord yeah. um and so knowing that and understanding that you just have to be really careful i guess with who you sign a yeah. lease with and you're bound to like run into things no matter what 100% yeah you have to go into it knowing that it's not going to be perfect I've seen so many messes on Judge Judy (laughs) of that kind of stuff (laughs) like literally that's the first thing that came to my mind was like five episodes of like Judge Judy of like it being a mess cannot even like on the tenant side of things yeah um one of the apartments Garrett and I lived in a long time ago in Oregon so we were only there for three months and we're pretty clean yeah we're like pretty spick and span and we take good care of things i was shocked at what we got charged for when we left like i'm talking the weirdest things that like um like they were talking about like those things one of them had a crack in it and i'm like what like i wish i would have taken pictures before and after because there were things they said and i was like there's no way that was true yeah, like absolutely. I, I just know for a fact. Uh-huh. I mean, like all of my mistakes, but totally, hundred um, percent. Crazy. And there, there's like a process for like when Princeton. you get. Princeton, you're still really so crazy. salty about it. I am. Oh, it's so funny. I can see. And that. they were awesome. rude about it, but anyway. Nice. Okay. Was this like a complex? Yeah. It was an apartment complex. Yeah. Gotcha. That's interesting. Yeah. So I mean, and some complexes will like pick and choose their battles of like oh, the petty they got stuff me too. like that. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, not all of it though, but Katie's like, take pictures before you leave because yeah. she was like totally. traumatized by this place. Oh, yeah. So I did. It was a lot they charged us too. Yeah, I remember. Right. Because we they there. have to pay someone to fix it and replace it. Uh-huh. And it's just like, it's a crack. Like, you know. Yeah. 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 Sure so, do. some, I mean, looking on the other side of that, complexes are different. They're kind of at a, like a monopoly stage where they're probably whoever's owning this yeah. or has money in it is doing well. But looking at a lot of like starting investors, you're looking like if you own one duplex or two duplexes and like you're, it's not like you're make, you're super rich doing this. You know right, what I mean? Right. So as someone moves out, you do need to analyze how the, how it's looking and mm-hmm. you need to have it pristine for the next people coming Absolutely. in. Absolutely. So when you see something that, I mean, like a, a cracked blind or whatever, yeah. whatever it was. It needs to get fixed. You know, it's just, it's really interesting seeing both sides because you're like, oh, it's a crack. Oh, but, but, well, where I was at, I was like that. I, it was there the whole time was my thinking. Oh, gotcha. It was one of those types Uh of things. It wasn't like, oh, we cracked it. It was like, 
I really wish I would have taken pictures because uh-huh. I know for a fact that was here when I was here. Something to for for anyone trying to rent something to ask for when you're starting a lease is one. It's I don't remember the term. It's a checklist. Basically, you go around and you mm-hmm. check. We had that for yep, our apartment. Yep, you check what if there's anything wrong right. and you get signatures and all that stuff so that when they come at the end and they're like, hey, look at this, you're like, that's look at this. It. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I signed this. Yeah. yeah. It was like that when I came here, you know. Yeah. So that's a good kind of uh, fallback. Yeah. But and as a landlord, because I know apartments do it, I don't know if it's different. Uh-huh. Can you go in and like check? Like, like, like while they're in there? Yeah. Like um, can you be like, oh, hey, like on this day, like give them like week's yeah. notice. Yeah. Like I will be doing like an observation of like. Um, because I know the apartments do it every six months. Gotcha. You can definitely go in. You just have to give them notice. I'm not quite sure if there's any like terms of like mm-hmm. if you're not allowed to do it for an observation or why. Yeah. If there's any rules of what or you if can. If there has to be a reason. If there has to be a reason, yeah, I guess that's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, yeah, you're absolutely able to go and you just have to give the proper notice. Yeah. So. Yeah. What was that a silly oh, question? I was just the last place that I was in. <laughs> what? The landlord, one of my neighbors was so mad. She had file, like um, like one of those little file organizers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like, remember Like that. only like this tall, pro- what is this, a foot? I don't know. Like a foot tall, tiny little file cabinet. And she put it on the window shelf. <laughs> the landlord <laughs> like knocked on her door. And this landlord was like, I'm talking... Not to be terrible, but Nazi. Like, yeah. Nazi, she yeah. would come and she's like, you need to move that file cabinet. <laughs> we want to aesthetically pleasing. And I got um, written up for vandalism because Everly drew with chalk on the, oh, like, no. parking lot. So I'm like, a, the sidewalk. And it, and it rained. And yeah. it was gone. And she still was like, you need to come out and clean it. Oh. And clean what? <laughs> chalk. Yeah. yeah. But it was on the sidewalk. It wasn't, like, on the apartment oh, or What? It was nuts. I was so annoyed. She chased me down and knocked on my car window and was like, you're speeding through here. And I'm like, my, you literally have speed bumps every two feet. You're like, I'm like, nobody's eight speeding. Miles per hour? Yeah. I'm like, your apartment complex is literally an L. massive too. Like, yeah. you cannot go faster. You know, it would have broke my old car in half. Right. I was like, shut up. I rolled Man. my eyes. Yeah. Katie and I, I shouldn't say. Oh, yeah. And I had a leaky toilet for like six months that like wouldn't, they wouldn't fix. Isn't it funny how that stuff doesn't yeah, get fixed but then like, chalk on the... She gave me a blue thing and was like, put it in the toilet and if it leaks blue, I'll send somebody out. Well, I put it in the toilet. It was still leaking, but it didn't leak blue. So I would have just poured it on the floor. It was a different tube. You're right. <laughs> yeah. like, Look how much is coming out. Yeah, Come fix I should have. You should have. Oh my gosh. I remember she was so mad at you. You put the blue on the floor. Yeah, for sure. There you go. (laughs) For all those renters out there. (laughs) Okay. Sorry to take over with all those fun stories. But okay, the last couple Mm -hmm. questions. Okay, um, your personal home buying experience, and then we'll end with the weirdest experience you've had so far. Cool. So, our personal home buying experience? Yeah. Um. It was pretty good. We, I mean, overall, yeah. um, I think it was very helpful for me as a real estate agent to go through that process also. For so, yourself? Yeah. Abs- well, for myself and then to kind of be able to put myself in like my buyer's shoes yeah. of going through that process and yeah. now being a homeowner. Were you your own real estate agent? Yeah, totally. That's so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it was so cool. 100%. <laughs> 
Oh. Love that. I was one. I was thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you can self. You can have self representation. That's um, awesome. Totally. So, um, little different. We were looking to buy a duplex, so yep. we were being we were like picky. Obviously, mm-hmm. things weren't coming up as much. It was right in the summertime, so there there was a handful of things out there, and we had. Um, gone and looked at some things and some things worked out some things didn't as far as like we liked them we want to put an offer on this yeah. and if we liked it then I'd go home and put right. an offer on it you know mm-hmm. um and we had a couple that um felt like we didn't get our offer accepted and it was really interesting um whatever it was specific terms or the price we were asking yeah. and um you're just you're dealing with different personalities obviously each transaction that you're going with but mm-hmm. um we got one accepted um, over kind of in Gresham as well. Yeah. And looking back on it now, we're like so thankful that it didn't go through in regards to basically all aspects of what we were trying to do as far as like location and like um, rent capabilities. And yeah. like it was in a really rough part of town. Um, but we kind of saw right through it. And we're like, this is like, a, it was a really good price and yeah. built in 2008. And it was... Um, it was really nice. We had been looking for some time. A couple things were rejected and we're like, this is awesome. Like, we'll put a better offer on it because we can yeah. afford it and, you know, all the stuff. And we got it um, and went under contract. Inspection was okay. Didn't really ask for too much. I don't, I don't believe. I don't really remember. Um, and then the appraisal came in really low it was like thirty thousand dollars low wow which is and you would have to pay that that was something we didn't know until yeah 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 so if it's if it appraises lower then you pay the difference well yeah there's it can be um you can get creative absolutely but it's kind of based on if if the seller is willing to drop the price yeah then you're kind of able to negotiate be like okay we'll split it with you or like split yeah. the you know split the difference but um it was it was so low and the sellers are basically like well we know that we can get more for that um yeah. and it it's great the whole process the appraisal process goes down to one person being able to determine the value and it's it's obviously their full-time job but um it's it's really great it's one person yeah. that can kind of derail a transaction and Maybe it was correctly or incorrectly priced and it's actually yeah. worth what the appraisal came in at. But um, we were like a week away from closing and the appraisal came in super low. And we were like trying to figure out what we could do. And it really felt like in the in the current moment that like the world was ending because our current apartment lease was up like in the next two days. Oh, and no. it was going to be such a smooth transition. And we yeah, were like, oh, this is perfect. Timing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And so like, what do we do and so um yeah we ended up like living with um my wife's parents for a little bit while we were like actively looking for sure and then we went and lived with my parents for a little bit while we were looking and that's when we were putting offers on things and things and we weren't getting our offers accepted and we're like holy smokes we gotta get into something (laughs) and um that's actually nice you were able to do that though yeah oh we like oh yeah no complaints um yeah because well, we're like when we turn it off you can tell i'm just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. actually <laughs> <are amazing. laughs> they are they are totally and yeah. so we i mean we look at it now as like man we were able to save so much money to do yeah. in our current situation now to do everything that we're wanting to do repair wise to get it ready for charging the rent that we want to but 
Um, awesome. It all in the end, it all worked yeah, out. Um, so cool. We found the one that we wanted, and it checked every box off, um, especially compared to like the other one we were about to buy, yeah. size wise, location wise, rent wise, like everything. It it oh. worked out so good. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, awesome. That's awesome. So, yep, we've been in there for like four months now. So, yeah. yeah, so like hang in there, like there's something that's gonna like work out for you. 100%, yeah. yeah, that was the big lesson for us is like, yeah, we went through a handful of months of just like uncertainty and like, we just need to find a place. Like our, our we felt like our current situation was awful, but we look back on it now and we're like, dude, it, it worked out so good. We wouldn't have wanted yeah. to have it any other way. So right. it's so crazy how a lot of things turn out. Like Isn't that awesome? Yeah. 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 So that's really cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. So weirdest <laughs> experience now. Well, this one time I met yeah. Katie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have these buyers. Yeah. Like best person you've ever met. Oh my god. That's a good. That's a good question. Um. Let's see. Don't say names. Katie does not edit. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't. Everything is no, very wrong. You know, honestly, I was. It was one of my like very first open houses. Yeah. And I was down um, in Portland, right off McLaughlin. Oh, well, thank you, Senator. There's the yeah. red, there's, McLaughlin. It you, is. you hear the red flag yeah. in Portland off McLaughlin. It was an awesome house. It was listed for like mid eight hundreds. Wow. It was wow. like thirty five hundred square feet. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, but it was right off McLaughlin. And, <laughs> and I had held an open house like the weekend before there. And then um, this Saturday, I think it was, um, did the open house. Everything went fine. And then when your open house is over, it's a couple hours long. Then you like uh, clean. obviously close, yeah, clean up. I mean, take everything back out to your car. You turn off all the lights. You lock the, lock the door up. Um, and this is a huge house. I think it was three four stories like it was it was four oh, stories it had yeah. a basement and then it had uh oh, three levels on top it was massive i was on the top floor making my rounds to turn off all of the lights and i'm looking out this window i'm looking out this window and i i see a homeless guy getting crime junkie vibes yeah he <laughs> is kind of walking around the neighborhood like he's walking up and talking to people and people are ignoring him kind of and walking away <laughs> And I'm like, okay. okay Fred. <laughs> yeah. So then I'm going down and now I'm in the basement and I hear the door open and I'm like, uh, you're like, I'll have to clean that up later. In the, in the moment. <laughs> I will change my pants in the car. Katie loves when she gets funny <laughs> Honestly, in the moment, I thought that it was just someone that was coming in a couple minutes late, like after the open house was closed. So I'm coming upstairs and I'm completely shocked when it's this homeless guy. And it wasn't like, um, it wasn't just a homeless guy with like a a little bit worn clothes and stuff like that. He was... Severely. Yeah, he was on some drugs and um, it was, I I wouldn't react. it wouldn't be my weirdest story if he wasn't like... Right. Really looking not very good. And he I, he was murmuring and he said something about if anyone was staying here tonight. And I was <laughs> like, my first impression was like, he's trying to get in yeah, here. Yeah. Like, and I don't remember, I was totally freaked out. And I was just like, oh, I think, I think the owners are going to stay here tonight yeah. or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, but the open house is over. We yeah. got to go. I'm locking up. And it was more or less just like, what just happened? Sure. Did he leave? 
<laughs> the owner's the sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> what would he like? Did he leave smoothly? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, okay. That's he, good. He, he wasn't too far into the house. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was more or less just very startling. I was just oh, like... Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, side note, I don't remember which employee of mine it was that was just telling me the other day. Oh, it was Blakely when she opened the other day. So, we have these, like, things we pulled out, uh-huh. and it's dark when we get there. Stop. You're right off McLaughlin, too. <laughs> she opened the blinds, and someone was standing there at, like, 5 in the morning. It was a homeless person. Oh, Aww. that is hilarious. I'm like, can you imagine? Because it's so dark, and then we have the lights on, so you usually yeah. only see your reflection. You like... So, you, like, look, and then you're like, oh. That's <laughs> happened to me multiple times, too. No. Scary. But anyways, yep. um, I'm glad you're okay and you're safe. Oh, it was all good. Yeah. That is so <laughs> Absolutely. Fun. Yeah, okay, so let's wrap this up. Where can people find you? What's your shameless plug yeah, I for think, where you are? I think my names on Instagram and Facebook are uh, Cameron D. Real Estate. Cameron D. Real Estate. For both of them. And yeah. I, I usually repost all my... Facebook page stuff on my normal Facebook, so Cameron Davis, and you'll be cool. able to find some of my stuff. Thank you so much for your time. I learned a lot. A ton. I'm glad. So helpful, and I think a lot of people are looking right now, so this would be like, good. Yeah. We'll definitely good. share if Yeah, share this because it's very helpful. I'm hoping it was yes. helpful for people. Yes. So. Thanks for coming all the way out to Malala. <laughs> oh, totally. I know. You have a ten long drive. It's, a, it's yeah. a long drive home. Uh, yeah, it is. I know. Tell <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye.